Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sade with Black on Black Rhymes. Step to the mic. People always ask me where I get my confidence from, and I get it from inside. It's an inside thing, y'all. And when it comes to beautiful skin, I rock with Blendia by India, where her motto is, be confident in your skin. She has a variety of naturally made soaps to keep you smelling good, hair products for long, luscious, healthy hair, and even beer products for men. You know, we got to keep those struggle beers away. So visit BlendiaByIndia.com and use promo 2020skin to get 10% off your order. Thank you, Blendia by India, for being a sponsor of the 2020 Podcast LLC. Please say the LLC. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry, here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good, so you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com, use a three instead of an E, The website is great, so you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men, too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20, and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And I got my TikTok homegirl in here. Gaming with Hello. Charms in the building. Hey. Hi. So um, now, if you don't know, uh, in this series we've been doing with Candid Conversations, we are trying to dispel the idea that everyone you disagree with, you got to fight, you got to bash, you got to report, all that. We're trying to just get back to the basics of just communication. And this is what we're doing today. So uh, we have a couple of topics we're going to discuss and we're just going to get each other's point of view and, and maybe get some counterpoints going. But at the end of the day, it's just a conversation. It's just to better understand each other and create that relationship that we used to have back in the Correct. day. Correct. Absolutely. So, that being said, what you got for me today? What, what, what are we talking about? Okay. So 
Um, and you can, I don't know how you edit. If you want to put the video, you can do that. But we were talking about that video that you liked in mind where I said, men make dating hard on themselves. So mm-hmm. first, just tell me what was your first impression? Because I, I know you had to have a problem with it. Most men do. Um, I do disagree. Okay. I don't think men make dating hard on themselves. I think understanding women is like understanding a Rubik's cube that changes daily and changes per woman. Okay. So I don't think there's a set amount of rules or a set standard that there is to go by. And a lot of times uh, we learn the dating game through another generation. Mm-hmm. And I think we can both agree that not every generation keeps the same habits nor the same view on dating. Uh, okay. Hence why we're in the situation we're in now with dating being as catastrophic as it is now. Yeah. So, so what do you think is the number one problem with, and I, I like to talk more black because I am black. So what do you think? Right. Yeah. What do you think is the number? Why is it so hard for black people to get together, be happy, get married, make that happy family? What is so hard about that? Why can't we grasp that? Because we tell everybody our business. Oh, I'm going to give you a clap on that because that's personal to me. So you believe because we tell everybody stuff, mm-hmm. it will never help with the happy home. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate more? Absolutely. I'm going to refer to a, another video you did about jealousy. Jealousy uh, being a yeah. natural response to things. So what happens is this. When we get that date, men and women do this. Hey, yo, I got this date with such and such. Just, just bragging. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily meant to be offensive but just genuine excitement mm-hmm. and sometimes in this climate we're in with dating uh getting a date that's legitimate of someone you're pursuing is sometimes harder than what we feel it should be so you find somebody you know find it easier than you do to date you can find some resentment there and oh, now yeah. some people you may be around whether it be family or friends or just associates they will try to find something wrong in the situation in order to take your joy out of it you know Mm, yeah the more light you bring to a situation the more gnats you will attract and that's you know that's what happens there and social media is that light that the gnats like to fly flock to because i would say like i don't like to make myself seem perfect because i have plenty of faults. like i hate social media but i promise you i'm on it 24 7 so like i i get the concept of telling people just like sometimes I, the way I see it is people want to be like everybody else even though we're supposed to be different everybody's their own whatever everybody wants the same things that they see other people have right. like um the reason I, I think it's so hard when like, it comes to dating the black community I don't have that many white friends I don't talk to white people that often because they're just not in my community but I'm telling you I knew five of them and all five of them are married like every last one of them all my friends on the other hand it's 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 problems here and I can't help but look at the color of our skin it's like why is it always this difficult within the black community like everything is something nothing is ever just easy for us and I'm starting as I get older I don't want to sound like a coon here but I'm starting to get older and think we create a lot of our problems don't get me wrong white people hate us there's systematic racism all that crazy crap but we hurt our own more than any. Like, I, I was talked about more. And look, white people have done some bad things. Like, I knew I was Black in kindergarten because of a white girl treating me differently. But mm-hmm. as I got older and I was surrounded by Black people, guess what? I was called to hoe before I even had my first kiss. I was talked about. I had a flat ass. I knew I was unattractive because of how Black men treated me. 
So it like as I got older and I was just surrounded by black people, then you're gonna get hurt with what's surrounded by you. And over time, I guess you can say I, I grew a resentment for men, particularly black men, because you know, black father was the first person to break my heart. But again, mm. I do think the community it is still problems. It's, it's still deeper problems than we realize. And that's why I hate when people say, well, white people are the devil. We need to stand up to these white people. I think we should look at our community first and heal each other before we worry about the outside. Because the outside ain't going to never care. If we don't care about each other, nobody will. I agree with a lot of points you just made. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to acknowledge is, yes, uh, in order to present um, a credible force against uh, systematic racism, we do have to unify. Mm-hmm. Um, however, however, um, I'm trying to find the best way to say this. Okay. <laughs> Trauma knows no color. I'm going to be real with you. Trauma is not necessarily just within white folks or just within black folks. And it's easy for us to say, you know, I'm black and the five black women, I'm I'm just saying five, but the five black Uh women I know aren't married, but the five white women I see over here, they are married. Well, Mm -hmm. they could be married and being abused. You see what I'm saying? So right outside looking in alone rather than with someone who's hurting you. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. We can't correlate that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. those are different situations entirely. Um, and we're not going to say that white love is better than black love. Like, love is love. No, love can yeah, be definitely love. not insinuating that. But you, you got a point. White people be killing their fucking spouses, burying them and all that because they be so unhappy. So that that's definitely right. a good point right there. And another point is we got this idea that in order to achieve happiness, you have to be in a relationship. That's a fairy tale black people have been spinning for years out of survival. Let me repeat that. Something we've been spinning for a while is out of survival. Hence why a lot of people don't agree with interracial relationships. Okay. Black. It's a survival thing. It, it, they want to but, but isn't that the point though? Like, like the point of life, is, I, I know people are like, oh, you're supposed to live your life, be happy. Realistically, isn't the point to survive? And the reason I've always been so heavy into relationships, and it's going to sound very shallow of me, two checks is better than one. I think that system, because I, I think the system is great. And then also, okay, do you have sexual desire? Do you, I ain't going to say, do you like to have sex? But do you have a desire to have sex, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you're not in a relationship, what do you got to do to have sex? Mm. What hop on Tinder? Me and then okay, so let's say you fuck one girl and it it doesn't go well. Okay, so now we got to go to the next girl. Now before you know, you're gonna blink and it's gonna be ten bitches. You're gonna be itching down there like what the fuck going on? Go to the doctor and some like that's what I'm saying. Meaningless sex is just meaningless. Nothing produces it but a quick nut. So that's why I always say you know people should couple up. Like my dream was to have a high school sweetheart. I'm sorry, I watched too many Disney channels. I wanted to find the person I was supposed to marry in high school and then live my life how it's supposed to go. Of course, I'm 25 now. That was very foolish. But all I'm saying is meaningless sex is meaningless. You can date, have fun, I guess. But at the end of the day, the economy, the way things are going, I just like to see people couple up, link and say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. I'd rather see that. Then to see someone always on Tinder asking what you up to, what you trying to get into, that's just not my 
cup of tea. And I am judging the other side if I'm going to keep it real. I'm judging it because okay. I think it leads to bad things. It leads to mm. unwanted pregnancies. It leads to baby mama, baby daddy mm. drama. It leads to so much. This meaningless. Right well, give, give it to me. Okay, what, what's object. the objection? Where's uh, the we're, okay, so first things first, you're 25, I'm 34. Let me put that out there. Oh. 25, I'm 34. Okay. Right, so I understand you want the fairy tale, but look at what you just said. You want the fairy tale. It's okay. not realistic, love. It's not. Let me tell okay. you why it's not realistic. Do you like the same things you liked when you were 16? No, generally speaking, no. Okay. You're not going to like the same things you like when you're 35. You're still growing. So what yeah. do you look like committing to something or someone who's going to go through the same amount of cycles of change that you are? Okay. Be comfortable being by yourself. This is why divorces are so rampant. People are Ooh. caught up in the glitz and glam of marriage, but they're not done growing. They don't know who they are. I'm be True. real with you. I'm 34 and I'm still learning what I like. Okay. I my taste bud. Did you know your taste buds still change? Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, your taste buds Teach are me still something. change. Okay. No, Crazy. you know what? That makes sense because when I was younger, I loved sweets. But now I like savory things, like some neck bones. Like I used to hate neck bones and like vegetables as a kid. Now I mm. love it. So you now got a point. This. Now look at this. And all that is in the power of the brain, right? Right. What about your taste in people? Yeah, you, you got a point. You got a point. I mean, I've lost a lot of friends that because it, it, we just were two different people. We were just two different people. You grew into two separate people. Right. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. So I understand what you're saying. You'd rather have two checks or better than one. You're looking at economically, but there's right. more to it than pockets. Financial stability is a good cornerstone to have. It's a, it's a great idea, but understanding self is number one. When you understand self, when you love self overall, your yeah. happiness is internal. It isn't dependent on you finding someone else. That's where we're getting things mixed up. Correct. I, I believe that. I think I think like I agree with you, but let me say this. And I'm not I'm not interrupted. I think I'm too early on to it. Like I think I, I'm 25, like you said, and I need to slow it down. But I still think it's an ultimate goal. Like, don't you want to be with someone you can really trust one day? And and then you say, OK, we've changed. OK, dude, I don't know your situation. You got a mom and dad, right? Mom and Lisa love you. Well, mom, your mom. Look, I came from a single parent household and, I, and I'll give you. A little okay. bit of tea on that. I'll be transparent because that's what I promote on my okay. podcast. Um, my father was older than my mom, but um, he was married. Okay. So, okay. Mm, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So, that, okay. But go ahead. Go ahead. So, but you was with a single mom, right? Yes. Now, do you say your mom loves you unconditionally? Yes, I'll actually say that. Okay, so you so it's okay for a mo mother to love her child unconditionally because what she gave birth to him, great. Correct. But I'm saying, even if you're 21, 25, 34, the ultimate goal is to find someone that loves you unconditionally. Now, unconditional love is not easy. That means when your partner, let's, let's say they just had a bad day at work and they come home, like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm going to go take a shower. You can't be like, uh-uh, I just cooked this meal. Not You got to give them their space. Unconditional love comes with condition. Like, you have to think, okay, this person, I have to love if their mom dies. I have to love if they go broke. I have to do this. And whether I love him from 25 to 60 or 35 to 60, like mm -hmm. you still, like that's still the ultimate goal in life. 
everybody wants to be loved. And and I think like that that and I don't want to sound I almost said something about R. Kelly, like because I don't want to be like go for you know, it. I'm we I'm here for it. <laughs> I hate R. Kelly. I hate R. Kelly. Like I'm not I'm not I'm basically saying age ain't number to number, but I'm not talking about on some pedophilia shit. I'm saying just because I'm 25 doesn't mean I don't know what love is. It doesn't mean I don't want it and crave it. And I crave it not only economically, it's because at the end of the day, it is like my mom, okay, I love my mom, but my mom cannot be there for me every day. She just can't because she's a teacher. I used to make this joke that, oh, my mom has three kids plus whoever in her classroom. Because her okay. kids would call Miss Richmond, I need help with some homework. Miss Richmond, um, can you um, pick me up from school? My mom, like she would do a bunch for these kids at her school. So guess who got pushed to the side? Her real kids. Because she was just so involved in work. Like, the, And it, to be fair, I'm 25. If, if, if one of my mom's students that's 12-year-old calling and say, hey, I need this, I'd rather her take care of the 12-year-old child that's not hers before she pick up the phone for me because the child the children are our future so i can't depend on my mom who does love me unconditionally i can't depend on her so who else do i depend on now you go back to self-love i could depend on myself i don't need no man that's beautiful but one day i'm gonna need a man whether it's now or 35 that is my ultimate goal is to build a family with someone i love that's all i'm saying no i and i respect you for having that point of view i'm gonna say this I think your alignment, I think a goal could be to get married. I don't think the okay. goal right. Okay. to get married. Let me tell you why. Not everybody gets married. So yeah. you mean to tell me if you don't achieve that goal, are you going to feel like a failure? No, but uh, I don't know. If you ask me this question as a 25-year-old, I'm going to probably say yes. But yeah, if you ask honest. me when I'm 30, yeah, if you ask me when I'm 30 and I still ain't did it yet, I don't know. I'll probably have a different answer. But and, and I'm I'm I don't want to focus on just marriage. I mean, I don't have to get married. Like realistically, I don't think I'm ever getting married. I think I'm gonna do like some jumping the broom shit. I don't want to sign no papers. Like we can jump the broom and just be like between us. I don't want the government to know. I'm sorry. I don't want the government uh, in my marriage. I don't want the government in my marriage, but you might got what you got something to say about that. That's a little weird. I, I just find that interesting. I find yeah. That- I don't. I don't. I don't want the papers because look, I'm not saying one. I don't believe in true love. I believe a lot of love is circumstantial. So if I marry you, I sign all these papers. Now I got to spend thousands of dollars to if I want to leave. We don't need to do that. Like, did you see? I'm going to send it to you. There was a um TikTok today when they said, "Should marriage license be renewed? Renewed? So like every mm-hmm. five years, should you renew it?" Or, you know, if, if y'all don't want to renew it, just break apart. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there should be, it, the government has the made it back. Right. Yeah, the lease, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like the government is too into it. Like, to break up with someone or to get a divorce, why is that tens of thousands of dollars? Don't, don't you think, see that as a business is almost greedy? And then, like, the love get. I don't want to sign the papers, but I don't mind jumping the broom and looking before God and saying, hey, this is my man. I'm never leaving. That's who I am. That's who I am. So the interesting thing about that, if we're incorporating religion, religion is closely tied to the law. And part of law is having a record of things saying that this is done. Someone could say we got married. Some people could say you didn't get married. True. But a piece of paper would be signed. That's why they have a witness. Right. That's why they have a pastor who officiates. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. well, not necessarily pastor, but somebody who's who can officiate. Doctor and ES, something, right. whatever, yeah. So that's 
I'm gonna be real with you. you. Can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. So you're telling me the only way to prove I'm like the only way to be married is if I have that piece of paper. That's it. Like, could, what about saying, this? What about what about our ancestors who couldn't do it? The ones that had to jump the roof. You're telling me all those marriages are null and void because there wasn't a piece of paper. That's all. I'm not I'm saying, saying that at all. I'm talking okay, about so, now. So you're saying now because situations are different, that piece of paper is important. Well, back then it wasn't a record of it because let's be honest with you, a lot of it had to do with slavery. Jim Crow, you know what I'm saying? Mm, For the sake of that, a lot of us didn't know our full names or government names or didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot of the information necessary, much less the money to get married. Because getting married ain't free. Never has been. At all, yeah. Never has been. I ain't even talking about a ceremony. I'm just talking about doing the paperwork. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I think that plays a part, and I think we skipped that. So I'm not negating what our folks went through. I think common law marriage was designed to cover that. You know, y'all right? Okay. X long, nigga. Y'all and then, married. and there's so much into it, like you know, assets. As soon as we start talking about money, that's when things get a little bit serious. So, I right. mean, I, I definitely see that. I guess I misspoke here because marriage is not my goal. I just know I want to be with one person forever. Like that's that's my ultimate goal. I've I've had my whole phase. I did all that when I was in high school, and it, it didn't do nothing for me. It was awful. Like all this hot girl summer stuff. When I see girls that want to just do that and they young, and I'm like. I know that shit is meaningless because I've been there. You cannot glorify being a hoe to me because I was one and it wasn't fun at all. I, I was just used and I don't, I know I don't want to go back to that lifestyle. That is why I choose being with someone and committing. And that's why I guess I got on black men as because they are the ones I primarily go after. And I'm telling you, like, without trying to embarrass myself, but I've been through a lot of men, a lot. And only two were willing to date me. Now, you can say, well, that has something to do with you. Fine. I guess I'm the bad person. Only two were willing to date me. I say you're the bad person. Let's not right. do that. Oh. We ain't gonna okay. Say okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, only two were willing to date me. Like, and I, and I took whatever I could get. I promise you, I can call a friend. My first boyfriend was not beautiful. And I'm not trying to, I know that's mean to say, oh, we know who we, we can look with our eyes to see what we're attracted to. I wasn't attracted to him, but the fact that he was always there for me, I didn't care about his looks. Like he was there for me and we fell in love, ended horribly. But again, it, it took so long to get someone willing to claim me. Like for a long time, people would just ignore the fact that they were ever with me. And that's why I get so hurt about black men because I was literally treated horribly. I'm sorry, like high school days, I had to walk away from high school early because it was that bad. Mm. Okay. So it is, it's always been, I guess it's just internalized hate. Like not all black men are like mm. that, but the ones I've encountered have definitely changed my mind a bit. And, and I appreciate again, even, even when you're speaking, <laughs> you're taking accountability for what you're saying. And right. I appreciate that. So let's, 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 let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. Okay. You cannot diminish someone else's hot girl summer because everyone's goal isn't yours and your goal isn't everyone else's. So some people, what you say is meaningless sex. Some people just like sex. I'm going to give you an example. There are whole communities that thrive on BDSM. You might not be into it. That might be meaningless to you, but that doesn't mean the next person doesn't enjoy that. True. There are different connections for different people. The meaningless sex didn't mean anything to you because you desire a connection. Yeah. And and just to kind of go back here, I don't think I I diminish it because 
I mean, I'm not diminishing the people. Okay, so there's porn stars out there that enjoy having sex so much that they say, I'm going to make this a career. I don't have a problem with it. Now, what I do have a problem, when I say hot girl summer stuff, I'm talking like on my Facebook. My Facebook is so ghetto, no offense. It is just the worst. The girl that screamed, it's going to be a hot girl summer, but then simultaneously share stuff about how nowadays men just don't want to do this like i don't like those type of girls there where they glorify being a hoe or having a whole face but they still internally want to be with someone and wonder why a guy don't want to date them like they wonder why men act or treat them a certain way but at the same time they'll post a twerking video and do all this stuff so i guess i'm coming for a certain demographic but at the same time even if that's your thing let it be your thing and let it be open meaning you can't be into bdsm to me and then have a, a, a regular relationship with someone else. So if someone's not into BDSM, but you want to date them and still do your BDSM thing, I don't think that's going to work. Like, I, I think there has to be a level in line between everything. And I truly don't see, like, if, if minimum sex is okay for you and whoever you're fucking with is like, hey, let's do this minimum sex thing. I love it. And nobody catch feelings. Great. But I think the real world, too many diseases, first of all, too many feelings get caught up like that's how a lot of men get caught up because they do want to live free they do want to have meaningless sex but most girls around them don't most girls around want to be their woman and they want to hey post me on facebook let people know you with me and i and i put gas in your car let them know i'm here but it's like nah Mm. i'm I'm young i'm doing my thing so meaningless sex is cool if both parties agree but so yeah i guess that's in, in that sense yes but i'm talking about when i was young i used to praise being a hoe in a weird way i used to be like you know what why call me a hoe i'm just doing what men do i used to argue it down all day but deep down i wasn't happy so i guess i'm coming for myself and people who think like me like people who really know what they want but they let the world influence them Mm. and again when i'm in a small city we have the highest std rate right now like it is out of the roof so that when i hear mean of the sex all i hear is herpes all i hear is chlamydia that's what i hear in my head because i i don't and i don't think it's pushed on young people you got to understand that i don't truly don't think people should have sex like under like uh, when you're 18 and you're still in school sex is such a distraction that you will literally lose yourself like you will lose a part of you chasing some ass or trying to chasing a relationship like it, it could get bad that's why i just don't i don't like the I don't like the movement. I know it can be empowering for some. I get that because some women were told, hey, wear a skirt, close your legs, cross your legs. I get it. But it, it depends. It's all context for me. Everything is context. You're not wrong. I'm not right. But it is a context thing. And honestly, the only way that is going to bypass is if, honestly, everybody goes through that shit. Whole phase and thug phase is something the men and women go through respectfully. Right. You have to grow past it. You, you have, have to, to you're going to yeah. test the waters. You're either going to be like, mm, I don't know about this. And then you're going to have your own mind and go about your business. Or you're going to linger there a little bit because you think it's cool. Straight up. That's right. just what it is. So I can't fault people for going through the process when I went through the process. The process, right. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you're saying it's almost like a weird passage of life. You have to test. Honestly, to see if you, it, yeah. really okay. it really is. It really is. like, I'm going to give you another example. The concept of being grown, being mm. equated to moving out. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, right, think, yeah. That, oh, I'm grown. And you realize yeah. as you're older, people who say, oh, I'm grown, they ain't grown. Grown at all, right. It's the same thing. It's the same okay. thing. A lot of these life lessons, let them bump their heads so they can learn. That's that's just what it is. So the kids that are doing, hopefully, if you're having sex like this, hopefully you're being safe. Hopefully, okay. you, you know, you went to sex education. 
wrap right. it up, IUDs, whatever it want to do. If you want to get an abortion, get your abortion. I ain't going to tell mm-hmm. you what to do with your body. Um, but I can't. I, I can't shame him. I can't shame him because I did. Right. The same I, I, and I am judgmental. I ain't gonna even hold you, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one judgmental bitch. And I don't mean to be. It's just, I be seeing life so differently. Like, okay, before I move, I want to move. Huh? I That's am on why. the other side. I'm on the other side, but it's like, I feel like nobody. T- okay. So Megan Stanger talks about how girls, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna slide them up, whatever. When the last rapper you um heard talk about in their song about an STD? Cause like I said, it's high right now in my city. Like, no, it's so bad that like there are condoms just like sitting around random places to grab one. So when the last time you heard a rapper talk about any type of STD, like any type of warning before they say pop my ass in the club, before they give you all this luxury stuff that looks for, oh, I'm gonna pop my ass, I'm gonna do this. Who talks about STDs? And you want to say sex education? Does the did you get did you get sex education in school, middle yeah, school? I did. It was poor. Oh, it, it was, was poor. Mm-hmm. There you go. There and, and it's because I guess uh, again the reason I judge it is because I know what it's doing to these young people. Mind like yeah, you gotta test the water, but you don't fuck around and get hurt, man. Like you can drown in that water. You trying to test yeah. it, it could kill you. It really, really Fair can up. kill you. And it just I that's why I always like relationship. I like when two people have the same mindset. And and I know everybody can't find an instant, but I'm just saying if everybody kept the same mindset for a little bit, I was like, hey. The goal in life is to find someone that I can love forever unconditionally. If they kept mm-hmm. that mindset going through life, I don't think all the meanings and sex we do now would happen. I think people are so scared to be themselves and so scared to love that love has become a challenge when it's really supposed to be easy. Like love is honestly Ooh, should be I the disagree. easiest thing. Love's not love easy. Love is not easy. Not at all. But love isn't it like the hurt. first, is it, can't you say mm-hmm. it's the first human thing that, that you should feel like when a mother first sees her child, it's love, Right. Well, let's let's be real with you. There are different phases of love and different kinds of love. Agree. So Agree. That, Tell me. That, Tell that me. love of cre- that that love that comes from creation, spawning life. That's different than love of being attracted to someone, or or having that connection okay. is is not the same. Um, mm-hmm. Me telling my my wife I love you is not the same as me telling my mom I love her. It's not. It's not okay. You know what? I will have to agree with that because it, that is difference there. Like you, you know were raised by one. Okay. Okay. I would well, definitely accept that as an answer. So love is not easy. I'm going to be real with you because love comes with a lot of patience and patience is something you learn over time. Uh, yeah. Um, understanding communication. Uh, and honestly, honestly being humble, like humble, excuse me, mm-hmm. because I'm going to give you a prime example. I'm 34, 14 years ago when I was 20, if you would say, Jeremy, if you was married and your wife cheated on you, would you stay? You I'd say, be like, hell, hell no. Nah, fuck <laughs> up. No, she cheated on me. Right. Going through life. Ooh. Understanding what you mistakes. You're going to say something happen, smart. You understanding something the smart. heat of the moment. Understanding being horny. Understanding finances and frustration. Understanding sometimes a smooth conversation at the right time could take anybody's draws Ooh. up. Yeah, you're talking right now. Look. I understand if my wife cheated on me, if I really love her, let me repeat that. Say it. If I really love her and I took them vows through sickness and health mm. till death do we part, I'm going to take my wife back. I would think you I think you're the first man that ever said that. Like most men, well, you young. Niggas, niggas have a bravado thing. And and, uh. and, 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 this, and this is the thing. There's, there's like 
a measuring stick of what men will deal with and won't. And huh. you can't fault them for that. Right. That's the thing. You cannot fault them for what they Again, it's kind of them just having standards, right? You can't really Correct. get on somebody. Okay. Correct. Standards and self-respect vary from person to person. That's why you might have a hoe here who will fuck anybody. And you got a, a woman who is just like, nah, only real niggas get this pussy. You know right. what I'm saying? So Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That, that's with the a, that's a and, beautiful point. And one thing I'm going to be real with you that women don't like to hear, but I'm going to say it. Mm, Sometimes say it. where you value yourself isn't where the other people value you. I'm going to repeat that. Sometimes where you value yourselves, other people do not. So you might think you were keeper, but in actuality, based on the other person's opinion, your, uh, your opinions might be trash. Your communication might be trash. Your financial management might be might trash. Be trash so you might right. think you were eight. You might think you were four. Oh, no, I, I, I truly agree with that. Like, I used to have this saying about myself. I thought I was really special for a long time. Like, how I could get people to open up, how I would um, find cool stuff for us to do around the city. I thought I was special until I saw a girl, like, Literally, I ain't gonna tell you, girl, my cousin who fight bitches like crazy, date like she literally every month has a different nigga. And she she posted like the same thing I said. Well, I'm so different. Men can't that like when she said exactly what I said, just in different wording, I realized, wait a minute, maybe I'm not that special. Like maybe it's a reason certain men do not want to talk to me or do not want to be around me because I don't fit their, I don't fit what they want honestly and mm. and i get that like i'm not i'm not saying no man should be a like should be automatically attracted to me i get that like the problem with my first ex he loved the streets he just did like he liked hanging out with his homeboys he liked getting off work and rolling the blunt he liked that i like going to the movies i like going shopping i basically like doing girly stuff he liked to do like i guess manly stuff if you want to call it we clashed because he thought i was wowing or blowing his high like i would talk about like hey why can't we go to the movies and do what my friends doing like come on man you're blowing my high you're doing too much because he was comfortable where he was at and i was comfortable doing the things that i like so to him i was a four but to my current boyfriend now he he grew up just in his room like he never left his room now i'm taking him trips travel we got passports and to him i'm a 10 because i'm letting him see something new like something because he's never seen it before and he's willing to accept that okay yeah let's do this but if somebody that isn't willing to accept you then you could be a four you could be a zero to them because it's not what they're looking for so and i used to you. use the shit on black people for this i ain't gonna lie like i just never i thought that worldview was so small sometimes like damn nigga you don't want to go to mexico or paris but you'll rather go buy some i used to really shit on my community because i didn't understand how small our world was let me ask you something so the word is compatibility so, let me ask you something so that was your first boyfriend right old buddy yes. who just wanted to smoke weed and stuff what attracted right. you to him if y'all weren't compatible i finished shit on myself but come on with it i know come on with it. he honest. was the first he was the first love right nobody was willing to claim me but him i'm just keeping mm. a hundred he, he was the first guy to say you and my girlfriend come meet my mom so every every guy laid mm, never gave me what he, he gave me that hey you are my girlfriend come meet my mom i wasn't physically attracted to him but he mm, claimed me he said hey y'all this is my trophy and that that mm, there it goes he said there it, it said, goes yep. there it goes that's what i've been waiting to hear all day yep we have to stop that mindset of wanting to be somebody's trophy wife 
y'all weren't even compatible, but you would just you wanted to be wanted so mad. I did, I did. Hold on, you stuck through with a nigga that you ain't have shit in common with just because he was like, Hey, this her. Yep. Just because so, he claimed me, I was I was down bad, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, just because he claimed me, that was it. Now I promise now, you, that was it. Now let's let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. You're just one person. Imagine how many women are doing that. Now hold on, My hold soul. on. Let's take another thought. Okay. Let's, let's add to that. Now, how many women are thinking niggas ain't shit just because of that mindset? Just because the nigga they picked was willing to claim them, even though they ain't compatible, but they're the ones hollering. Niggas ain't shit. Niggas don't. Oh, hold on, be. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because a lot of women don't get claimed. Like, no, for real. Like, a I'm lot of women. For the ones that are that are, that were claimed had your experience and now we're voting. So, if you're That's speaking my okay, my experience. So, what were you saying? I'm sorry, you asked the question. How many women are doing just, that? Just imagine how many people had a similar experience but didn't okay. come to the conclusion that they just wanted to be claimed. Therefore, they chose the wrong. Oh name. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, that was the worst thing about that situation. Is that I was so deprived of. Literally just basicness. Like, imagine if you're into someone and y'all having sex every day. Them, like, them just having you around and being like, hey, um, if, if they friend it in the car, be like, hey, that's my girl. Like, that simple interaction was so much for me when I was young and 19. Basic. Because I was, I was hitting. Like, you don't understand, bro. I was hitting to the point where, I don't know what weird thing happened in high school, but basically one of the guys that I was with, something happened at school. And then someone was like, um, you date her or something like that? He was like, uh, bro, what? And I remember that feeling. And that feeling stuck with me so bad that the first guy that was like, hey, I like you. Here's my mom. You're my girlfriend. I just jumped on it. Not knowing we didn't have mm-hmm. nothing in common. I was just so happy to be like, yes, I'm not ugly. See, he likes me. Hey, world, he likes me. Like, that was my 19, younger, like, under 20. That was the most in- insecure me I've ever met in my life. Trauma. Trauma. There you trauma go. Trauma bond. I was that, very... You, you were... You had a traumatic oh, experience. Bond. Okay. And you latched onto the first thing that showed you differently. Wow. Yep. It's a lot of people doing that, men and women. They're yeah, trauma bonding. And, and it's really hard to get out of those, man. I got I only got the only reason I got out of it is because he left me alone. Like I swear to God, mm. if he would have took me, took me back, I would still be with him now. But he got to a point where he was just like, I don't want this. And he left, never uh-huh. texted me again, blocked me, moved on from his life. I cried for years. But seriously, the only reason why we're not together is because he let go. If if I'm the type of person where if I hold your hand. Hell or high water, I'm going to hold your hand. You will have to yank your hand away from me. And he yanked away. That's the only reason why we're not together. What does Mm -hmm. that say about your character that you're willing to hold on to toxic situations? Okay. So growing as an adult, first of all, you just hit it to me. I didn't see that as toxic. I saw that as we, it kind of, I kind of saw that. What what do they call them girls? Is it down bad? Like when you just like head over heels for someone and it's just, you just kind of, you're going out bad. Like I go out bad because I feel like, well, what is real love? Like if you're supposed to be there for me, and, I, and the, the main thing that keeps me there is the memory. Our mm-hmm. first kiss. Our like, I will sit there and be like, okay, I don't say it to the person, but in my head, I'm like, well, you're really willing to let go of two years. Like I know he's not perfect, but bitch, are you? Like I will always ask mm-hmm. myself the reason why I would stick with people because I am not perfect. I cannot require my man to be perfect, and I'm far from that. So mm-hmm. I used to always have these. It can work. Calm down. You're not perfect. How you going? Like, I would just, I would basically just, like, my one of my friends that I just lost, I lost a really close friend because I, we didn't see eye to eye. She was like, bro, all I know how to do is leave. 
if you tell you telling mm. me some problems that you and your current boyfriend are going through, and, and, sh- and real talk, she don't play that shit. Like once a nigga like cross her once, she is out the door. I have never seen no one as strong as her as a woman. Like she is gone. Pack her stuff in the middle of the night, you'll never see her again. And I'm like, girl, you just had a baby with this man. You don't see any future. Like, do you want it to work out? I don't care. He's not accurate. Right? And I'm like, you can't just keep leaving people when things are because that because where does that through health, sickness, fuck ups, what like where does that come in that if you can just leave at any point? I know you're not married yet, but when, when okay, when does it start? Like when does the sickness and health start? Does it is, is it immediately mm. when you sign the papers or is it is it after you've been dating a year? All I'm saying is y'all be so quick to let go of stuff and the world's not that easy, bro. Like literally after my ex, it took two years to be able to find someone else differently. And the way I found him was almost like a miracle. Like it ain't easy in these streets, bro. Like you're not going to find Mrs. Wright the very next day. You're going to go through so much trial and tribulation. It's like, damn, the first person I was with, did the problem we broke up was, was it really worth it? Like after your fifth person, are you going to sit there and think about all your relationship? Be like, Hey, was each relationship willing to let go of because of X, Y, Z? I wasn't willing to let go of him because I didn't think it was that big deal. I thought he would grow up at one point, but he was ready to be free. Like he didn't want to, mm. he didn't want me on his shoulder. He didn't want to do the things I wanted to do. But I'm like, no, nah, man, time gonna change. We gonna look back and laugh. And I'm, I'm just a weak bitch. If I'm gonna keep it real, I'm weak. I'm very, very weak mm. when it comes to sticking by somebody because no one stuck beside me. So I'm like, I'm gonna hold on to you. You're gonna have to pry me off. You're gonna have to pry me off. That's the way I see it. You're gonna have to pry me off because. I think isn't that what love is though like I, I don't get when people be like stick with somebody and then be quick to leave like what is it what is it what am I missing there's a thing as holding on too long no offense you and there's giving up too soon um okay. this is why how do you know the difference how do you know the difference well that's why I'm going to bring up this okay. is why dating is so important and I don't think black people discuss what dating is be 100 with you i really didn't start dating till i was 30 because i didn't understand what dating was give you an example dating is having dates or going out with different people at the same time if you want to that doesn't make you a hoe. oh okay you don't have to let me give you an example when you job hunting right (laughs) okay you feel me you follow me you job hunting and you got four different interviews you go to each one. Does that mean, Ooh. oh, she job hunting? She ain't committed. She just going to all these interviews. You- but let me ask you this. Would you tell the one of the jobs you're interviewing? Like, would you be like, oh, yeah, I have a couple more interviews today. Or would you keep that shit on a hush? So being honest with you, yes, I you would, would tell them. Okay. I would let, let them know you, you got options. That shows I'm honest. Mm. And that shows that I am a commodity because I'm proud of myself. Okay. So when I'm on a date, and if I am dating, I am honest communication. I'm going to let you know, hey, you know, if you ask where we stand, I'm like, okay, well, I am dating. You know, I'm looking for this, this, and this. What are you looking for? Okay, gotcha. And and listen, that's the other thing. People get on this surface level shit. Oh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> we got the same color. That means the so worst. we must mean to be, we like the same music. No, nah, nigga, just mean y'all have the same color and y'all like the same music. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're like destined to be or right what do you want out of life i don't know you don't know well mm. why are you dating if you don't know you perfect perfect way to put that you have to start vetting these people like you date yo date date go out with people meet people understand people understand yourself better 
because yeah. you're not just committing to this one person's like, oh, I'm just going to stick with them because they claim me. Now, fuck no. Nah. Right. Fuck no. The first. Yeah, I, I could tell just the first 30 minutes of us talking. I have a lot of growing to do. And that's like, I'm, I'm very fine. young. Yeah, I am that's very young because fine. I just see the world so badly. And I guess you got a point because like if I blink and tomorrow I'm 30 and I'm still single, I didn't stay with this dude that I'm with now. I shouldn't hate myself for that. I shouldn't no. feel bad. That, that It's literally just be life. And I will have to find a new method of how I move. And like you said, dating is fine. Like, it is okay. Fine, yo. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Especially you when you're younger, honestly. But, like, because, um, yeah, dating is wild. perfectly fine. Yeah. And fuck what everybody's talking about. Like, everybody will be in your business telling you what you shouldn't be doing and listen let me make it make it perfectly clear dating isn't sitting on the couch watching tv together dating isn't fucking dating is going somewhere with the objective of learning who this person is and mm -hmm. where they align with you